Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You don't just live in your home. You live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to You Down, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. I mean, but some pyramid schemes are good, like, depending on what you like. Uh-oh. Like, I love essential Kira's oils. Kira's in a cult, y'all. No, I love <laughs> oh, essential Kira oils. Oh, Kira would be an essential oil cult. Y'all know I would. I got so many goddamn old essential <laughs> oils, and I don't feel like I got God. I feel like I got blessed. Um, <laughs> How much money have you given to the essential oil? <laughs> um, you know, I don't count it, you know, because... Ooh, a lot. That means a lot. <laughs> What up, what up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to You Down, a podcast where four funny honeys come together to talk about what's going on in the culture. I'm Yasmin Monet Watkins. I'm Mamiya Aforo. I'm Ashley Holston. And I'm Shakira Janae Pei. But with our powers combined, Captain Planet rings to the center. We are known as... I don't know if that's a Captain Planet sound, but sorry. That's definitely, that's definitely the Captain Planet sound. Uh, We're Obama's other daughters. What's up, y'all? What's up? Hey, everybody. (laughs) That was our fans. (laughs) And today we're asking, are you down with cults? We've all heard stories about cults and the ways they are able to control the lives of their members in extreme ways. From the mass suicides of the People's Temple to the Rajneesh to Nexium, the exploration mm. is right. <laughs> the exploration of cults in the mainstream has revealed several things, but mostly that in times of increased vulnerability, people are more susceptible to joining cults and extreme groups. 
Today, we want to explore the concept of what defines a cult, how people find themselves trapped in them, and also share some of our own experiences as members or recruits of groups we think could qualify as cults. But before we get into that, let's check in with the ladies. How are you all doing this week? What are you loving? What are you hating? Give it to me. I'm feeling good. What I'm loving right now is that they have Tibetan sound bowls on YouTube. <laughs> so I just have been blasting it at 100 and it's like cascading through my house and it's like I'm giving myself a sound bath. And I love how my cats react to it because they're all like, what's that sound? And I'm like, it's called peace. It's called peace of mind. So uh, <laughs> I love that you listen to sound baths like it's music. Like I've come to your house and I'm like, why do I feel like I'm in the wilderness right now? Like, what's <laughs> was the witch about to come and say something to me? And it's like, no, I'm just trying to be peaceful, Ash. <laughs> like, I know. To listen to. the cats are like, no. <laughs> they prefer city girls. I mean, because y'all know I got extreme, so. Mm, yeah, you do. <laughs> ultimate peace or ultimate turn up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. You know, what I'm loving and what I am usually loving is YouTube. Y'all, I'm learning so much. I'm constantly falling into these pockets of information that I don't know if I'll ever use. Uh, the fact that uh, water filtration systems use an Allison socket, but I have that knowledge now. What? <laughs> I know. I'm like, what right. is that? No, that what sounded like a different that? language. <laughs> well, you know, y'all know I'm trying to build a tiny home, so I have to learn these things of you know how to how to build. Systems. That's so dope. I can't wait to like, oh my goodness, an OOD sleepover. At How are you pl- inviting people know, over to like, my tiny house? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we haven't even had an OOD sleepover at any of our places yet. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> but uh, Ashley's tiny home is the place to be. It will be, but it will be tiny, so exclusive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the VIP. <laughs> this week, I really, really love oysters. Like, specifically Kumamoto oysters. It's, like, the one thing I've missed the most during quarantine. I tried to go to Whole Foods to, like, get some. But it's not the same thing as, like, going to a restaurant mm-hmm. and, like, having it all just, ugh, with the horseradish sauce and, like, the special sauce. I tried to convince—we had oysters at my wedding, and I tried to convince one of my friends to bring some of the special sauce with her because in France they don't have the same sauce. Ugh, it's— Truly a love that I have. Mommy, I know you share my love of oysters. Yes. I'm, my mouth is watering as you're talking, actually. Or I'm trying to imagine what kind of sauce. There's a uh, spot in Malibu you could do, I think it's called Broad Street, Oyster Broad Street. And they have like a drive through window, but it's actually like legit for oysters? seafood. Well, I got a lobster roll, but it's called Oyster Oyster Broad Street. So I'm I'm assuming they have oysters too. I just drive didn't. through oysters. Yeah. I mean, but it's not like fast food. It's like you drive through and you wait in your car. <laughs> Disturbing. <laughs> McDonald's sells oysters now. <laughs> oh, oh yum. It literally just turned from a love into a deep disdain. Oh, oh man. Oh. Imagine getting oysters from McDonald's oh. and your stomach getting messed up. And you can't be mad at nobody but yourself. No. That's <laughs> To yourself. <laughs> you did it to yourself. In the words of Shakira Bay, one of my favorites. <laughs> this week I'm loving, uh, I've been reading a lot lately and I read this book called A Princess in Theory by Alyssa Cole. It was recommended to me and it's basically like a Cinderella story, but 
I don't want to ruin the story, but I think this is on the synopsis, so this isn't ruining it, but it's like this girl is an orphan and she's worked her way up to be in grad school and like doing great in grad school and keeps getting emails from like an African person being like, you are betrothed to this <laughs> king and send me your social security card and whatever. Like, you know, those scam yeah. Um, yeah. emails, but it's true. And I'll <gasps> leave it at that. Oh. She, her parents. <laughs> what a great <laughs> premise. What a horrible retelling of this. <laughs> no, synopsis. but what a premise. Like, is it? Those spam emails are actually real. I know. And it, it okay, <laughs> I didn't realize it was a steamy romance. Like, that, <laughs> happening upon reading a book and realizing it's a romance that, novel. <laughs> yes, but it's so good. I was like, maybe I like romance novels. I mean,. The way they described, she felt his length. (laughs) (laughs) Romance novels are underrated. That was my first form of porn. Me too, actually. Mm -hmm. But also those, um, they had some hood ones like The Coldest Winter Ever and like... I couldn't put that one down. Oh, they had some hot... Precious. Precious. Yes. Precious Um, is really... Intense. What was that other one? There was one really popular one that was Fly Girl. Oh my god, Fly Girl was good oh, too. Dude. Fly Girl was crazy. Oh, I need to go raid my mom's bookshelf because she got yeah. all the black Page Turners. Okay, those were like in the cut. Like stuff was going down. <laughs> like you didn't want your Wait. mom to see that you were reading. <laughs> I remember being in seventh grade and I went to a book reading and it was mildly a romance novel, but they read the most erotic part. Jeez. And my mom was like, oh, you want that book? Because I'm waiting in line hard. <laughs> oh, you want that book, huh? Yes, yes. I do. <laughs> I need to be alone with it. Sold. I'm glad you all understand because I was like, well, damn, when I, I just didn't know. And then it happened. So I just, ima- okay, that's too much. I was going to say, I just imagine your vagina being like, well, damn. <laughs> um. Well, I'm, I'm ready to get into our main combo this week where we're asking, are you down with cults? Before you jump to thinking, hell nah, uh, check yourself, boo, because a cult is described as a group or social movement with a shared commitment to something the group finds special or an extreme devotion to object, movement, or person. Sounds like a popular group I know. Cuff in the beehive, come on. Just kidding, <laughs> don't shoot. Um, <laughs> yeah, you might want to uh, get your, your gear together. I, know, I was just talking about Beyonce. Hard. Where are they? We, <laughs> we love her, fellow Vago. Um, I'm more of a Rihanna girl. Oh? That oh. was Ashley. Just that was Ashley. Record. I'm joking, guys. Oh, Ashley, no! I got bees all over you. <laughs> and folks are getting got more than ever. I mean, QAnon, Nexium, American patriotism. <laughs> <laughs> so how do people find themselves in a situation they never thought they'd be in? And sans the exploitation, sexual abuse, isolation, and manipulation, can a cult be a safe haven for folks trying to better themselves or find community? We're going to dive into it all after a quick break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. 
Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome back, y'all. Let's get into our main topic this week, cults. So have any of you guys been in a cult? Has anyone tried to recruit you to a cult? <laughs> uh, Define cult. I'm just kidding. Right? <laughs> I like, definitely feel like aspects of the Catholic Church are culty. Like not the I parts I participated yeah. in, but as a whole. Hell yeah. I mean, I feel like a group can get a little cult. I mean, we were all at UCB and I was like Ooh. deep for a while. <laughs> and I was like, not that UCB is a cult, but it becomes <laughs> cliquish and very much like we all are into a same thing. And, you know, oh my God. it wasn't toxic like a cult. We weren't worshiping anything. But there are moments when I think like, Damn, I be, I'm a part of this. I'm drinking a juice. I'm sipping the juice all day. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it depends on if you sip that juice or not, I think. Yeah. I literally have never thought about UCB in that way. And I'm like... That's like I, the running joke of UCB. Yeah. UCB. yeah. So spending 10 years trying to get on a team. Yep. Yeah. Dedicated. It, it is that thing of like community, though. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Just how... 
like if you hear there was a guy from UCB who's sick right now and everyone's yeah. rallying to raise money for him. And I was like, wow, that's crazy that it's people taking classes, doing shows, but it also is a foundation of mm-hmm. community in LA. Going to our shows that Wednesday was a huge part of my life and like getting to see other human beings <laughs> in the yeah. isolation. Yeah, most of my friends came from doing comedy at UCB. Mm-hmm. So. Same. But I think that's how people get sucked into cults a lot of the times because, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of times people just want other like-minded, healthy mm-hmm. people. They want to heal. They want to mm-hmm. grow. And then they start worshiping a man's toes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it just switches. Yeah, it like, goes sir. from like self-improvement to yeah. toes real quick. To toes Oh my gosh. That reminds <laughs> me of a story of this church in Ghana and I mean, Africa and religion is a, we could do a whole episode because mm. people are so desperate. So they, yeah. like we're saying, really give their all. This man was having people drink his excretions <gasps> as a part of their spiritual Stop. whatever. Like that, like what? What would it take for... <laughs> My job, I think, like something that we have to acknowledge while we talk about like the the extreme level that cults can get to is that they don't start there. No, yeah. you know, right. like it's you gradual. come in and it's just all about, hey, you want to feel better about your life? Yep. And, and honestly, I looked at things like Nexium and like that self help, and they were really implementing things mm. that really help people yeah. do well. And then some strange stuff comes in. Get branded. <laughs> but know? I mean, it is a slippery slope because I remember one of the churches that I grew up in being like, if people don't come through the doors of this church, then they are not saved. And like, I was like trying to get my mom to be like, mom, you have to come to this church that I was like going to with my dad at the time. And it's like, she's like, I'm fine. <laughs> I love I mean, you, but no. Y'all know I was showing up to school with a Bible. And you know what I remembered <laughs> about um, a girl who I wanted to get saved? Her name was Raven. And she told me she was an atheist. And I was just like taken aback because I had never met someone who said they were atheists out loud. And then mm. she ended up on a Jerry Springer show for an episode, oh, but she wasn't her name, but she wasn't Raven on the show. So then I was like, oh, Jerry Springer, y'all lying. Was y'all she a producer games. on the show or a guest? No, she was, she was a guest. She was like in I'm a joking. fight with her girlfriend. It was a whole mess. Oh. <laughs> it's a whole mess. Oh but anywho, that's neither here wait, nor there. there? That sounds oh, okay. intense. <laughs> I feel like, like that's the like story you're about a cult. You're like, wait, how did they get here? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, you get a little cult as you get a little controlling. The behavior just gets a little mm. erratic. Um, like that whole story that I did not have to tell y'all. That <laughs> Are we now in Shakira's cult? <laughs> Welcome to it. It looks like it. But why do you think people join cults? For those reasons. Community, self-improvement, or uh, Good insider.com. What? <laughs> Sorry. You see, that's we're going to get to that later because I think that's what your cult would be. Good um, <laughs> But insider.com named the top reasons that people join cults. And it was they want to better themselves professionally or personally. They want to feel community or they just went through something. Death extreme failure you know they're just vulnerable and i think like either it's a combination of like not being curious enough when things arise and and you're like that's i don't know if that's yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. like following your intuition your gut is gonna tell you something Mm -hmm. is iffy Mm -hmm. but sometimes people can't speak up or they're already like their identity is tied in Mm -hmm. 
Guess Some hard. people are born into them. I mean, oh, man. I was about to say, yeah. yeah, I literally was about to say Elizabeth Moss. She's a Scientologist. And not to say that that's a mm. cult. It's considered a religion, but it's on that line of some people consider yeah. it a cult. Some people yeah. because of... Well, Vox, that uh, Vox that you sent over, Kira, I think you sent it over. It's a documentary that you can see on Netflix, 30 minutes. Called Cults Explained. Yes. So that episode, something that stuck out to me was it said that a cult plus time equals religion. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think Mm -hmm. about Scientology and like it's not that crazy if we add time to it. Because if we took away time from a lot of religions now, Christianity, you would be like, Mormonism. (laughs) Come on. I always, like with all this QAnon mumbo jumbo, I'm like, okay, y'all, I believe in the good Lord and Savior as, why did I do a Southern accent? But I feel like that's, that would get through to them better. Um, But like, come on, what are you talking about? Mm, mm, Mm-mm-mm. Okay, wait, so I just listened to something about this. And it was talking about, I don't remember the exact groups. So it was like Israelites, Jews, and Hebrews. Back in that time, they said that certain people were drinking blood and eating, what? being pedophiles. And just exactly what QAnon is saying. It's not something that's new. Like the belief that people are high up, people are pedophiles, and that people are drinking blood. People blame that on the witches back in the 1700s. And then uh, before that, I watched this this theology thing. It really really um, explain that these beliefs are not new. It's like a thing that comes back every couple hundred years. Like human behavior always pits somebody in that position of like, these are these extremist people, but Mm -hmm. you're actually the extremist. Right. It's wild. The part that annoys me the most is bringing Christianity into it. I read a really cool thing that was like, how would Jesus live today? He would be hanging out with everybody. Jesus would get shot by the cops. (laughs) Okay. Well, in the way that I see it, I think that he... I mean, either way, he meets the same fate. Right. You know... That's the modern story. Yeah. I, I think Jesus would be hanging out with the regular folks. And I think that is why, you know, Jesus ended up being crucified. It's because they were like, who is this guy with this ego who can just like help people and hang out with regular folks. If he's Jesus, then why is he hanging out with regular folks? You know. So I get, you know, that part of it. But the way people will co-opt a thing and turn it into a thing is when it turns into a cult and it gets unhealthy and scary. I mean, look at the damn white supremacists, the terrorists in this country. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's like the cult of America, low-key. Like the uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality or like this myth that like America is a fair country. And, you know, we just gobble that shit up. We're like, yeah, fly the flag of freedom. It's like, nah, that's that's not our reality. Well, the only thing I gobble up is turkey. Yeah, so I don't know <laughs> who we are. We are, let me tell you right yeah. now. <laughs> But why do you think cults are considered bad? I mean, I will never forget as a child, like, how many news stories do you remember? Like, OJ, John Bonet, you know, the mm-hmm. Clinton, like, impeachment. But I remember when the Heaven's Gate people killed themselves because I remember those Nike shoes. Have you seen the image of them? They all wore jumpsuits 
and these Nikes that are extremely hard to find right now laid in bed, took something and died because they believed a comet hail bop was like gonna <laughs> crash into the world and they were gonna they knew that they were gonna no excuse me they were going to be taken to that comet and the rest of us were dumb and left here i was just gonna say i remember jonestown don't drink the kool-aid i didn't even know what that was i didn't know it was like a rap lyric before i knew it was actual cult mm. But my introduction to what a cult is, is death. Uh-huh. A belief is a thought that we think over and over and over again. And they thought that belief about that comet so much that they genuinely believed that they were going to kill themselves and end up on some random shit. Like, it's just literally, if everybody is drinking the same Kool-Aid, then somebody's got to be grounded. You always need a voice of reason. Even in comedy, you need a voice of reason. In a cult, you need a voice of reason. <laughs> So, I feel like but I mean, voice of reason in a cult is not going to be a voice of reason because they are working from a place of control. Yeah. Although, oh, girl in um, Wild Wild Country, what was her name? Uh, yeah, oh, Sheila. Sheena. Sheila. 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 I feel like Sheila was that voice of reason. Sheila was a ride or die. And she wrote. No, Sheila Sheila was a ride or die until she was like, my gut feel wrong about this shit. This don't feel right. And Sheila After was out. After you tried that's, to that's, kill people and start yeah. a salmonella Yeah, she was going hard. Cool. She was going hard. But I, I think that that speaks to like what it kind of takes is like questioning this thing that has become your identity. That's really hard to do. And she had to be like, everything I love, believe in, exists. All my friends are going to not be cool with me after I do this. And she did it anyway. And I think that's, you know, why people stay so long, because it's hard to make that jump when it's your entire world. Yeah. I mean, even with like Mormonism, which some people would say that isn't a cult, but... I, the strict rules on how your mm-hmm. life is supposed to be and everything, that's when I get into like, oh, this is crossing that boundary. Yeah, like the Amish. Yeah. I think about Rumspringa. Right. And they all end up as meth heads and yes, stuff. Yes, because they're like, yes. this is the world. It's like death and destruction and drugs and overdoses and shit. And you're like, no, okay, okay. I'm going to come back to the fold. No shade to the Amish folks. I hear they're very happy. Yeah, uh, right? I think what makes cults bad is when it becomes toxic and or you aren't a self-aware anymore like you're only following once everybody is on that same page of like not being in in it starts you have a, a leader who's sour and it's so hard because human beings are so flawed i mean mm. look at the tiger king you know they were in a mini cult <laughs> <laughs> followers for sure yeah it's yeah. such a specific world of tiger yeah. lovers and beast <laughs> lovers you know <laughs> in the mess like y'all said earlier that it's cult like uh i like what you're saying about the leader kira because i think that that is like a big indicator of how a cult is gonna be I think it's only as sinister as the leader is it's just like when you become a leader and you have power you it's easy to abuse it if you haven't mm-hmm. found a, you know yeah your Jesus like humbleness yeah I got caught obviously we all have in like some of these docs but a lot of straight white men were like come have sex with me indefinitely and like dedicate yourselves to me there in that uh thing they were branding his initials on these women and i'm just like 
straight white men really be doing the most sometimes. And let me tell you, ain't no dick that good that I'm getting the same <laughs> goddamn on initials. That's when you know it's all mental at that point because... <laughs> Lord! It ain't no way. He not even... High. You know his, he tired. He not even getting this to everybody every night. So I don't know what... Mm. When you talk about branding, though, what's the line? Because Uh-oh. I'm in a sorority, Yasmin. You are in the Uh-oh. same sorority. I don't know any Delta who's branded. That will... True. A sis, call the police if that's the case. But hella what, dudes. Yes. A lot of male Greeks are branded and it's like a rite of passage. I mean, but isn't a tattoo a brand too? Because I know a few deltas with some elephants and some... some. Uh, I don't think you're supposed to tattoo mm-hmm. the Oh, I definitely know sign. at least one delta with the elephant. Oh, well, my point is that even in a sorority, there's so many levels of sanity. I'm just going to say it right here on You Down. There are people who take a sorority for what it is like we we're saying before Ashley like the community and the networking and those aspects and then it gets on another level of freaking old heads coming back to school and choking girls who don't know their name like mm-hmm. are you serious you're a whole lawyer doctor whatever right but you're able to get on this level of I personally don't think that it's necessary, but that's a very controversial take, and I'm sure people aren't going to like that I said it. But I still love you, so I always... It's true, though. You're like, what are you doing here? Like, what? what is the... Flexing. Feeling powerful. That's what they're doing. Trying to feel powerful. And that's the leader that you're talking about. Like, it comes from the top down. If you think I should exude power over someone to teach them something, like, there are other ways to teach people than, like, and don't get me wrong, I do think, like, the process of, like, growing in a sorority and all of that is beautiful and great. But I do believe that a lot of people take it to a level that it doesn't need to be at. And you know one reason people are able to manipulate people so much is because when you're putting somebody in a godlike position in that position of power, but not seeing that you can find God within yourself and seeking all of that, that spirituality and growth that you're trying to get from another person rather than digging deep. And a lot of people, they don't know how to, or they haven't ever been told like, it's too hard, it's too hard to, it's like, if we are a reflection of whatever belief you believe in, most of the time it is saying we're made in his image or, you know, there is a God within us or whatever you believe. I think QAnon just says, uh, <laughs> Celebrities drink babies' blood. Ooh, what? I don't, I don't know if they. <laughs> never, y'all ain't hearing about they beliefs or what they think is going on. Oh, that is Ooh. pretty wild. But I uh, and everyone's a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, I did hear that part. I did hear that, and I was like, "Whoa, not me." Mm. So no. <laughs> you're wrong. Kevin's Kevin Spacey, though, right? Yeah, but damn, there's some in there. There are a few, uh, but yeah, I think like seeking all of the validation and love and godlike feelings from someone else rather than from yourself creates a person who gets wrapped up in a cult. Thinking about that, like in the Vox doc, it was talking about sort of how YouTube personas or like kind of self-help people become powerful. Like I really love Abraham Hicks, you know what I mean? But like her name was one of the people on there and I'm like, oh, 
No, but she says things that I really like. And I remember it's, oh my God, you guys, it's so crazy. So once my mom took me to this convention center thing, and there is, I don't even remember his name, but this guy was supposed to be speaking, a spiritual healer of some sort, white guy with long hair. And he got to the stage and literally just stood there looking out at people. Literally just stood there and people paid hella money. I mean, my mom was like, do you want a ticket? I'll bring you an extra ticket. And I love you, mom. I know you're not probably listening to this episode, but I was just like, what is happening here? People literally just paid all this money to see this man stand. I was looking around like, what is happening? He's just standing there. Yeah, I mean, I think it's easy to look at other people's cults and be like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. But in a sense, a cult is just like a devotion to something or, you know, and usually other people think it's strange, but I know hella people devoted to Beyonce or to, like you said, UCB. Mm -hmm. Like we all have something that we're... That we get caught up in. Yeah, that we get caught up in. Oprah. And I think it's... good. Yeah. The cult of Oprah. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> I mean, you got to be able to question everything that you love. Honestly, yeah. you got to be able to look at it and make sure you're not holding on to it as a part of your identity that you can't question. Yes. I think about like, and this is a question that I've been sitting with around consumerism and all this other stuff. But like, what is mine and what's being sold to me? Like, um, what do you genuinely like or are attracted right. to or versus what do you feel you've been told to like? Exactly. You've been conditioned to like everything that you like. I know. <laughs> Pretty much. We are beings that are products of our experience, environment, condition, like it, everything has been sold to you. Oh. <laughs> and, and I think it's like you have to do that healing that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. What is trauma? Mm. What is society's view? What is being put upon you? And, you know, I'm in the beginning of my spiritual awakening and it is, uh, you got to look at some dark stuff. Get that wakey wakey. Carol, why you look over there like you got something slick to say? No, I I said, ask you getting that wakey wakey. I I did did nothing. Oh, (laughs) I mean, I've been, I've been pretty woke, but now I'm, I'm, doing tarot and I love this for you speaking of all that like so if you guys were in a cult (laughs) yes what cult do you think you would be in well y'all already know one (laughs) (laughs) Jasmine can't wait to talk about this sex cult I know tell us about your sex cult so you can join an existing Mm -hmm. one I feel like most cults have some aspect of sex to Mm -hmm. it I just feel like of all the reasons, I especially remember watching the the wild, wild country. And I'm like, that actually doesn't sound so bad. Like, they seem all like they're having a good time. That was my favorite one. That's appealing. I feel like so many people are repressed in their lives and aren't able to be honest. So they go to the extreme of like, well, in this cult, we can do anything. I just feel like that would be... Yeah. yeah, you can have sex with anyone you want to, but you can never see any of your family again. Yikes. You got to give him every bit of money you ever earn. Damn. Sounds like a great deal. But enjoy that sex, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be probably the best part about being in a cult. I mean, unless... Y'all some freaky girls. <laughs> well, you know, that's like an experience I probably will never experience in my adult life uh, that I know of. I don't know when I'm going to be just having sex with... 
all of yeah. my sister friends. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I would definitely not be in attendance for that. No, no if offense. You, if you, <laughs> I mean, if you're interested, give me a ring. But you know, like, oh, I'm just gonna hook up with this person today, and we're all very fluid and open, and everything's hot, hot, hot. Like, mm. you know, I, I don't just know think of what it would smell like, and that's probably oh. rude. But I just don't think I could do it. No, that's <laughs> yeah, no. I think that's <laughs> real grounded me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be too. I don't want to offend anyone. Just light a candle. Oh yeah, perfect. <laughs> oh no. I feel like minus the sex part because that would not attract me. But like a Nexium type, like bettering yourself, mm-hmm. leveling up, trying to push yourself to the next. Like I could totally get caught up in some shit like that. Yeah. I think so, too. Mine would be some kind of self-help. I think about, like, Tony Robbins, even, his following. And I'm like, oh, it would be so nice to just, like, hear him speak. But it does very much look like a cult-like weekend. I think it's how extreme you get. Y'all know I love Abraham Hicks as well. I've been to two of her live tapings where she talks as Abraham. Esther talks as Abraham. It's a whole lot, y'all. But <laughs> I genuinely feel like I do get something out of it. And Same. I don't yeah. feel like I'm worshiping Same. Abraham Hicks or I like I listen to the message. I take the parts that apply to my life and I use those. So yeah. I think like you, you know, can discern yeah. what you're coming there to get versus yes. like mm-hmm. devoting your life as if this person yeah. is a living yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So cults, I guess, are not inherently bad. Mm -mm. Like, if you don't... Kill yourself. Drink the (laughs) Kool-Aid. If you can get out alive and you don't drink the Kool-Aid. Or the semen, like Mami has said. Thank you. Oh, my God. I also think a lot of people just need work these days and can get into stuff like that. Like the health juices and shakes and blah, blah, blahs. And are always like, oh, I have a million dollar business. And I'm like, do you though? What's the tea or herbal life? Herbal life. Yes. Oh my gosh. We've, <laughs> have you been pitched? So many times. I will never forget this woman was like, so I've been selling it and get, she was from Minnesota, had the thickest accent and was like, I've been selling it and getting extra income and we have amazing flavors like cookies and cream. And but I just remember her saying cookies and cream. And I was like, <laughs> there's absolutely no way in hell that I buy this. Those pyramid schemes can come for you quick. <laughs> pyramid schemes are good, like depending on what you like. Uh-oh. Like I love essential Kira's oils. In a cult, y'all. No, I love. Oh, essential Kira oils. would be an essential oil cult. Y'all know I would. I got so many goddamn <laughs> essential oils, and I don't feel like I got God. I feel like I got blessed. Um, that okay. the universe mm. is looking out for me, and now I'm even more connected to my slippery chief, slope to toes. How much money have you given to the essential oil? <laughs> um, you know, I don't count it. You know, because Ooh, a lot. That means a lot. <laughs> because it's not money when it's, it's not money. Oil. It's energy. It's money essential. is nothing but an energy exchange for something that I need for my soul. Mm. So that can run out. Yes. Eventually. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I have to refill it consistently. <laughs> but that that is is liking football a cult or like the Dallas Cowboys a cult? Um like the fans. That is a great point because 
the way my dad acts when the Vikings are playing is not crazy normal. <laughs> Yo, crazy. All sports lovers, they act nuts. What about bad bitches? Are bad bitches a cult? Oh, yeah. The cult I'm of not the in that cult, but it's, sh- it's like a like <laughs> unspoken... Like, bad bitches link up. That whole movement of... <laughs> I could never. I wish I could. The sound of, like, nails clattering against right. each other. And like, gum. And, like, what this pussy talk by City Girls playing in the background. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, broke niggas that desire no pussy. Have y'all heard that City Girls song? First off, rap is funny. If you don't listen to trashy rap and laugh out loud, then you mind your business. <laughs> then you're missing out on a great you're part missing of out. human experience. It is um, so funny. It is. <laughs> And and is rap a cult? <laughs> oh, or music oh. genres because they really mm. are the cult of big booties. I'm like, I feel like a lot of we are a cult. Yeah, we are a cult. Big booty house. <laughs> oh, praise mommy is big booty. Yeah. It's so big. It's just so big. <laughs> All right, you guys, let's play a quick little game. It's called Which One Is a Cult. So I'm just going to rapid fire a few names and you guys tell me which one is the cult and which one is not. Yeah? Ooh, all right. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yes, I think. <laughs> First question. Sylvanians or Opus Invictus? Which one is the cult? Mm. That's tough. Because I don't know. Description? I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> they both sound like them. Opus Invictus. Yeah, they, they sound like, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm turned off by the name. Of <laughs> I know. It sounds they like won't get me. Something with like a. When I think of Opus Invictus, I think of like a Greek character or something. Mm-hmm. You know, an Achilles mm-hmm. ankle type. On a journey. Yeah. Hero's journey. <laughs> the hero's journey. So, final answer? Yeah, I'm going to say Opus is, is one. Yeah. And the correct answer is Sullivanians, which oh. was. A therapy group, who doesn't love therapy, led by Saul B. Newton turned communal living community and sex cult in the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Mm. Damn, mm-hmm. that is how you get Because rich got. people are the most <laughs> Exactly. That's so true. <laughs> Yo. They help teach. They're the ones that got all that money. To, they to just give. do random stuff. Yeah, disposable income. The teachings held that traditional family ties were the root cause of mental illness and espoused a non-monogamous lifestyle. Damn. Patients were often encouraged to sever ties with their families. So that's also a cult-like thing when they're like, "You got cut off their family." Like, right? You trying like, to what isolate? What did your mother just say to you? She doesn't support you. But see how it's a slippery slope. Mm. You thought, yeah. do therapy, and they say is you blame your parents, mm. and that's every therapist. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think. And then you blame your parents and you mad at them and they evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you live alone. And, and now you're stuck in toes. <laughs> and sex and they evil. That bad <laughs> <laughs> Okay, second question. People of the Most High or the Branch Davidians? People of the Most Absolutely. High. Absolutely. Yeah, people of that the Most High. That sounds like a hippy-dippy Absolutely. Jesus Christ superstar. 
on a mountain. Well, I could get got by people of the most high because I'd be like, <laughs> hell yeah. People <laughs> of the most we goddamn people, high. Maybe if I was high, right? I'd be like, I belong with these people. <laughs> well, eh, the answer is the Branch Davidians. Oh. Led by a guy named David Koresh, the group of 100 people moved to a small compound outside of Waco, Texas. Oh, yes. teachings that allowed men to marry multiple women. Oh, as young as age 10. Oh, oh absolutely no. not. In 1993, they had a 51-day standoff with the FBI, resulting in the death of yep. 75 people. That Oh, the Waco people. Yeah. Had we said Waco, I would have been like, oh, I know, that's a call. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How dare you, Branch Davidian? How did you get got by a cult called the Branch Davidians? Like, that's right? the dumbest like, that's name. That's such a shitty name. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, last question, guys. The Children of God or the Interspatial Revival Fellowship? Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Both of them sound... I'm going interspatial because that reminds me of Hale Bob. I think the children of God is a the children yeah. of God is one children I've heard of. Children of God sound like children of the corn. Sound like <laughs> a bunch of kids together, right? Up to no good. I do feel like I've heard of children of God. Well, yeah, it does sound familiar, but also I know. maybe most I churches. Are named. You are a child of God. Child of course, God. you've heard it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, you guys are right. The answer is children of God, aka. The family. Okay. Uh, they were established in the late 60s by a guy named David Berg, a traveling preacher. They believed in free love that reportedly involved female members recruiting with sex, sometimes known as flirty fishing. Mm, oh. Everything is sex. With people, <laughs> I'm right? telling you, everything is sex. a driving motivating factor for many. Uh, survivors oh. say... Ch- yes, <laughs> oh man um, yeah kids did not fare well here uh, some of oh. who grew up in the children of God include Rose McGowan and Joaquin Phoenix wow oh yes I do remember hearing that he, Joaquin and River R.I.P they were raised in some car oh. and you know what Rose McGowan is a she's a, she got a lot going on and I know yeah. Yeah, she, oh, she was in yeah. the Weinstein. The Weinstein. Stuff. Yeah, I think she took a lot of that flat. Yeah, yeah, but she was. For yeah, she she lost a lot, and I met her once, and she was like, very much like, I'm gonna take down the man. I had no clue what she was talking about. This was before me too, and she was like, Oh, oh you wait on it. You wait the whole time. Was she talking to you? Yeah, me. that was the first oh conversation. The first conversation we had, she was just like on some like, yeah, but also let me tell you what I'm about to. Can do like kind of vibe, and I was like, I don't know what you're about to do, and I'm not here. I don't, I don't know you. (laughs) I just met you. The scariest part about these cults is like the kids get sucked up into it, and like seeing the Jim Jones one where like parents Mm. killed their kids. Like with That's the poison. Sad. I saw a dead dog in there too. I'm like, come on, y'all. Like, it's just all so bad. Like, uh, <sighs> mm. I, I, can we help somebody now? I feel yeah, like we need to help yeah, people. Do Cults our, are bad, okay? Send uh, us a letter if you're in a cult. You need help. Get now. <laughs> send a smoke signal. <laughs> are you leaving to Beaver? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to take a quick little break. PRB. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. 
Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. And welcome back! were a little bit dark, but it is time for us to give a listener some advice. So, Ashley, what you got for us? Today's letter reads, Dear OOD, I listened to your dating episode and have recently gotten back on the apps and have stopped using COVID as a reason to not safely meet new people. I finally matched with this guy who looked cool and we ended up going out on a date. He was really late and texted me that he would pay. Okay. Things were looking good. The date was awkward, but fine, until the bill came. I didn't reach for my wallet like I usually do, and he gave me a strange look. So I said, I'm not reaching for my wallet because you said you would pay. He said, no. I said I was late. Not pay. What? But it's fine. Oh, wow. Mm. Date goes worse. I felt (laughs) like a piece of shit because I thought this guy liked me enough to want to spend $40 on some appetizers. Needless to say, that was the first and last date. Am I wrong for wanting this man to treat me like a queen? Should I have paid for half the bill? Are my standards too high? And is this why I'm single? Thanks. Signed, treat her like a lady. Mm. 
Girl, let me first off to you. What? You are not wrong. Like, no. First date, even if it was a miscommunication, I still wouldn't have needed that text for me to assume that on the first date you're paying for it. Um, That's what Maybe we in a few dates, you know, I'm paying. Or if you know money is very tight, then you need to say that before we go on this date. Because... It's, I know. Uh, what kind of fucking, um, excuse me. What kind of panty dryer <laughs> yes. would take it off? I ain't got no money. Um, so we're going to have to go Dutch on this. You would be like, I'm not going to this damn date. Oh, I mean, I guess it depends on how old you are and what you want out of your life. But yeah, you're right. Because I would not be. a date that doesn't include. Money. A whole four course meal. But $40 ain't even a four course meal. That's chilies. No, she said appetizers. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> and he was late. Um, mm. I maybe old school. I remember I got in an argument with one of my friends, shout out to Mackenzie, about this because she would be like, <laughs> No, like, every time I would be like, I want guys to pay for me. She was, like, very, like, that's so backwards and stuff until she got in a long-term relationship with a man who can afford to pay for more than her. And then she did admit that she understands why I said that before. And that's not in every case, but I do come from a, I guess I'm a traditionalist in the way that I do want a guy to pay for me. And it's tough, too, when, I mean, this is clearly a heterosexual relationship, but it is a fine line even with, like, dating queer, like, when you're dating a woman and you're a woman and you're like, who's paying for this? But Yeah, like, how does that go? Or I split it. Yeah, oh, split oh, yes. or if I have it, I'm like, oh, I want to do this nice thing. Um, um, in my mind, even in queer relationships, hetero relationships, big bank, take little bank. So, <laughs> you know, True. I mean, I yeah. haven't been big bank yet where I've been put in that situation where I'm like, oh, I'm about to have, to. well, actually I have been. And I was about to step up to the plate, but he didn't want to date me. So, um, but see, Ooh. in that case, wouldn't it be equal bank, see equal bank and share half half? Yeah. yeah. But or, I have to spend, this is my logic. The amount of money I spend as a, lady, oh, mm-hmm. on my hair, on all the shit. And that's a choice, obviously. I just feel like, especially if on a date, like, and I really get ready, that I already spent $200 probably on myself. As I'm saying this, I sound so... Um, no. no. I mean, no, I mean, take care. No, I have a receipt right here. It says, being a girl, lashes, 180. Eyebrows, <laughs> 35. Wow. South raw Indian hair, 350. Brazilian wax, 55. Galore satin bonnet, $20. Manicure <laughs> gel, $70. Pedicure gel, $40. What is this? Hair appointment, $200. Damn. Total, $950. So unless that dinner is $950, then you're paying for it on the first date. <laughs> is that your, what, what kind of routine? Do you I know. Have? Is that your monthly routine? That's my Yo. weekly routine. Stop. Oh, <laughs> Jeez, I thought they last for oh two weeks goodness. at least. No, not mine. I get lashes on lashes on lashes. Yeah, Kira, stay lashed. She be blinking. I lash it up. <laughs> I might fly away. I, mean, I think it's all like, f- treat her like a lady. If you wanted to be treated like a queen and have a man pay for you, then find that man. Yep. You know, and don't settle. You know, it's not so bad to be single. Mm-hmm. If um, you ain't found the right one yet, don't just pick anybody. 
maybe get COVID tested before y'all link up because that sounds like you had a meal and you didn't even know and the risk was she not said she worth. She was gonna safely meet new people safely, but you know. Yeah, COVID tests should be said. That's safe. Yeah, at the I, very least. I definitely feel like this is a what do I want situation, and mm-hmm. if you're going on dates, and there's a time where. At least I've been through it where it's like, I'm going on dates to go on dates. But then when you get to a certain point of knowing yourself, it's like, oh, I already see that this person is Mm -hmm. not the kind of person that I say Mm -hmm. that I want. So why am I Mm -hmm. doing this? So maybe just gauge that a little more what you actually want. And if the person doesn't align, sure, this date sucked. You don't need to go again, which it sounds like you're not. Um, But don't be hard on yourself. Self-compassion is a very hard thing to achieve. And I think this is just you showing yourself compassion and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Truly. I agree. Hope that helps treat her like a lady. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I hope listeners too, that you guys learned something about cults and how to do that self-care to make sure you don't get wrapped up in drinking mm-hmm. Kool-Aid. Follow your gut. You know, I just realized <laughs> I am in a cult, the Uh-oh. Gleek cult. I'm a Gleek. What's a Gleek? Is that when you like spray spit? A glee geek. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, it's also that. Yeah, it's been. But it's a geek who likes the show Glee. <laughs> That's what oh. they call, we call ourselves, not they own it. Um, just wondering if that jogged anything that you actually are a cult member of for yourself. Uh, like <laughs> fixing up buses or Beyonce. Um, Beyonce. Wait, did you just call me a? You just call me a cult? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm a single individual, she you a cult? <laughs> giving nobody money but myself. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> we appreciate you tuning in. Please yes. remember to share and review our podcast. We want to know what you think. We want to hang out with you too. Yes, and come kiki with us on our social media. We're at Obama's Other Daughters on Instagram, at OOD Improv on Twitter, and on Facebook at Obama's Other Daughters. If you need some advice, or you know someone who does, send us your letters, your smoke signals, your pigeons, whatever you got. <laughs> OOD podcast at gmail.com or send a pigeon to Yasmin's house at. <laughs> <laughs> Send the pigeons directly to Ashley. <laughs> Don't send me no damn pigeons because I'll send them all back the birds. dead. Oh my God, oh Ashley. She going to put them in a grave. Jesus. I have a cult. It's an anti-bird cult. Oh. Oh my gosh, you heard it oh. here first, ladies. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. See you guys next week. Bye, birds. No birds were harmed in the making of this episode. <laughs> Yet. Oh. oh. You Down is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.